Welcome to the Wonder by the Word podcast, where we walk through the Bible chronologically in a year. I'm your host, Brittany Rust, and on this podcast, I break down our daily readings from the Wonder by the Word reading plan and community so that we can all have better theology and grow in our faith. In case you're just now finding us, the Wonder by the Word plan can be found on version or on my website. Wonder by the Word is sponsored by Truth and Grace Ministries. Learn more at BrittanyRust.com. Hello and welcome to day 47 of the Wondered by the Word podcast and reading plan. We are in Leviticus chapters 5 through 7 today, and it's going to be a brief episode, and you'll see why in just a moment. But yesterday, we began our look at the book of Leviticus. And in the first four chapters, we learned about the various offerings God commanded the people to implement. We ended with the sin offering, and chapter 5, where we pick up today, continues guidelines for the sin offering. In this section, it gives instructions for anyone who fails to bear witness, touches an unclean thing, or utters a rash oath. The person must confess their sin first, and then only once confession has been made, they offer either two turtle doves or two young pigeons, one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering. Picking up in verse 14, we see instructions given for the guilt offering, or the trespass offering. So this is the last offering we're going to take a look at. Now this atoned for a sin committed unknowingly, yet restitution was possible, usually against holy things. Now this differs from the sin offering in that restitution is possible. And in regards to that restitution, the offender had to repay damages plus 20% in addition to making the animal sacrifice. Now, chapter six continues from chapter five and gives further instances for when a guilt offering was necessary, such as deceiving a neighbor, lying, theft, or if one sworn falsely. Verse eight then brings us back to the Lord um, speaking to Moses, which reminds us that this whole book is God passing down to Moses commands and laws for the nation of Israel. For the rest of chapter six and all of chapter seven, The text goes back over the previous five chapters. And while those chapters covered instances and sacrificial instructions, these two chapters will focus more on the priest and how he is to approach the offerings. Items like their garments and the disposal of animal ashes are addressed. More precisely, chapter 6, verses 8 through 13 cover the burnt offering. Chapter 6, verses 14 through 23 cover the grain offering. Chapter 6, verses 24 through 30 cover the sin offering. Chapter 7, verses 1 through 10 address the guilt offering. And chapter 7, verses 11 through 21 cover the peace offering. The final section of chapter 7 addresses what to do with the portions of the animal sacrifices, talking about the fat, how it may not be eaten, the blood may not be eaten, talks about specific portions of the peace offering, such as the breast portion, the thigh portion, and the principal portions given to the priest. The chapter ends with basically a summary statement regarding the previous seven chapters with the instructions of the sacrifices of Israel. Now, I want to touch, as we wrap up this section looking at the different offerings, I want to bring it to Jesus and the fulfillment of the sacrificial system. 
right? We no longer need to practice these offerings because Jesus offered one sacrifice for sins forever. Now, the first offering we're going to take a look at is the burnt offering looked at in Leviticus chapter one. And if you remember, it was to atone for sins in general and to signify dedication to God. And Jesus fulfilled the burnt offering. We see this in Ephesians chapter five as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling aroma. The next offering is the grain offering in Leviticus chapter two. And the grain offering, which was the fine flour mixed with the oil and frankincense, this offering accompanied the burnt offering and was a thanksgiving to God. This is fulfilled in Jesus, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 20. But now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. The next offering would be that of the peace offering in Leviticus chapter 3, also known as the fellowship offering. And this expressed peace with God and gratitude for an unexpected blessing or a blessing tied to a vow or without guard to a specific blessing. We see this fulfilled in Jesus. Romans 5 chapter 1 tells us, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Next is the sin offering looked at in Leviticus chapter 4. Now the sin offering was to atone for a sin committed unknowingly when restitution was not possible. And this is fulfilled by Jesus. We see in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And finally, Jesus fulfilled the guilt offering. The guilt offering was outlined in Leviticus chapter 5. And the guilt offering was when someone committed a sin unknowingly and when restitution was possible. We see this fulfilled by Jesus, Romans chapter 4, verse 25 who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised because of our justification. In Isaiah chapter 53, verse 10, you make his, talking about Jesus, you make his soul an offering for sin. Jesus is the offering of all of these offerings, the burnt offering, the grain offering, the peace offering, the sin offering, the guilt offering. Jesus is the offering. And by his one sacrifice of himself that he offered, he has stood in all of these different offerings. And because of him and the offering of his body, we have been sanctified by Jesus Christ once and for all. Amen. That wraps up our look at Leviticus chapters 5 through 7. And we will pick back up tomorrow in chapter 8. I'll see you then. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to Wondered by the Word. We are so grateful that you are here, and I really pray that this episode left you with nuggets of wisdom, that you learned something new, maybe it challenged you, but ultimately that it encouraged you and inspired you to dive even deeper into the richness of Scripture. If the Ministry of Truth and Grace or Wonder by the Word, the reading plan, the episode, all the resources have impacted you in any way, would you please mind leaving a review, um, sharing this podcast with your friends, all of those little pieces of sharing and encouragement from your part go a long way to help the podcast get into further hands around the world so people can dive into scripture, engage with scripture on a more regular basis. 
You can also find us on Patreon, which would be a huge benefit to the ministry. And we just thank you so much for being a supporter. We'll see you next time.